Good morning. Welcome to St. Andrew Lutheran Church, and especially if you're a visitor here today, welcome. We're thankful that you're here. This is actually a great day to be with us in worship because you'll also hear about all the things that are happening in our life together as we remember all that took place in 2019 and ask for God's blessings in 2020 for the ministry plan that our leaders have prepared so diligently. I just want to share a few announcements with you. First and foremost, Pastor Justin is here with Genevieve and Lillian, not in the building, in Wassa. Pastor Justin is in Wassa. He'll be in the building starting tomorrow, and he'll be with us in worship next week. Um, The girls have started at South Mountain School. Um, They're still working on selling their home in Indiana and transitioning Pastor Justin's wife, who's also an ordained minister, Pastor Phyllis, um, and she's still in her call, so please do keep them in your prayers. And thank you to the, so many of you who have helped sustain me in this time where it's just been me. It hasn't felt like just me. It's been all of us. But your prayers and your thoughts, your kind words and the meals have been so appreciated. So thank you for that. All of the announcements are uh, returned, except for the new member orientation is new this week. If you uh, know of anybody who would like to join St. Andrew, that will take place early on in February. And you can call the office if you have any more questions. We're glad to have you join us. After the annual meeting today, there will be a spaghetti dinner fundraiser. And those funds will go toward the youth who are headed to Montana to grow and learn in their discipleship. And we're still recruiting students for that trip. So since we're low on number, if anybody would like to help and stay with the spaghetti dinner, we would be thankful for the extra hands. Finally, as we prepare for our annual meeting, just a few notes about that. Our quorum today is 200, and so we will be um, looking at the... We're almost there, which is great, so we expect that it won't be too difficult to get the rest of the way. Um, The annual meeting will take place during worship. There will also be communion, so it won't take the whole hour. Um, As we proceed into the meeting... If you would like to be recognized as part of the procedures of the meeting, simply stand. We do have a few runner mics that will be around. Even if you can speak loudly, the microphone helps people with a hearing loop hear accurately what you're saying. And so we'll have you stand um, and speak your name into the mic and then whatever your question or your concern might be. Those are my announcements, I believe. Kind of blow through those announcements pretty quickly. Let's stand together and sing verses 1 and 2 of hymn 641.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty God, you gave your apostle Andrew the grace to obey the call of your son and to bring his brother to Jesus. Give us also who are called by your holy word grace to follow Jesus without delay and to bring into his presence those who are near to us, for he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated, and I'd invite the children forward for a message. Come on down. Good morning. There are a whole bunch of kids who are out at a retreat. Um, The older kids are out. Some of the older kids are out at a retreat. And they're learning about faith. And I want us to think a little bit about faith and what holds us together. So I would love it if you could tell me a little bit about who you are. So what's something that's true about you? I make friends. You make friends? Everywhere I go. Everywhere you go? That's great. What else is true about you? Anybody have something that's true about them? I so do. Yeah, you do. What's that? I some on my today it's my birthday party. Today it's your birthday party? Happy birthday. Oh my gosh, there's cake. They're clapping for you because they're so happy it's your birthday party. Hey, you know what else is true about you? Oh, hi Michaela. Jesus loves you, always. Did you see what Michaela just put on my forehead? You want to try it again? A cross. The very first day I came here, Michaela reached up, and she was probably, how old are you now? 18. 18. She was probably 11, and she put a cross on my forehead the very first day that I was here, and it reminded me that what was true about me was that Jesus loves me. So I'm wondering if you can put a cross on your forehead too. And it looks like this. You just do one line down and one line over. I, can't, I gotta do it because I'm gonna be five tomorrow. You're gonna be five tomorrow? That's exciting. You know, when you put one line down and one line over, what letter is that? T. T. And T is the first letter of the word true. So when you think of one thing that's true, that's always true about you, you can think of that love that Jesus has for you and the cross. So I'm four. You're four? Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Anybody else want to share their age? How old are you? You four too? That's exciting. How old are you? Six. Six? That's great. And That's and also when I'm snowmobiling, I like this to see snowboard as like going out and seeing like people. Wasn't the snow beautiful yesterday? Oh my gosh. You know, so when you think about all the things that are true in your life, like how old you are, or like how beautiful the snow is, or like that it's your birthday party today, or that your name is your name, you can also remember the T, right? That's Parker. Yes, yeah. That T, which means true, and that, that's God's love for you as well. So I will ask for you to share that love with someone else today by drawing a cross on their forehead, okay? Do you think you can do that?
That's your challenge for today. See how many crosses you can put on the foreheads of your friends and your family and remind them what's true about them, that God loves them. You just had a birthday? Oh my gosh. There's so much good news up here, everyone. So thank you for coming. Let's have a prayer. The Lord be with you. Thank you, Lord, for what is true. And what is true is your love for us. We pray that we might share that love with others today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can head off to Sunday school. Thanks for coming up. At this time, I'll call upon our council president and vice president, Carrie Fairman and Derek Hoff, who will call us to order as we begin our annual meeting. Good morning, and thank you for joining us for our annual meeting. I call the annual meeting of St. Andrew Lutheran Church to order, invite Pastor Jen Collins to lead us in the opening devotion, which is printed on the back side of the agenda. Gather together as God's people in this place, may we always be aware of your presence in our midst. Lord, may we always be aware of your presence. Knowing that the word is our light, may we continue to grow in our scriptural and confessional understandings. Lord, may our minds continue to grow in your word. Recognizing that stepping out in faith is not easy, we ask that you give us strength, O Lord, to listen and be bold and daring. Lord, give us the patience to listen and to strengthen to be bold and daring. While we strive to know ourselves and your will for us, may we build our relationships with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, help us to build faith-filled and healthy relationships with others. Recognizing that we are often the ones asking, and who is my neighbor? May we open our eyes, ears, and hearts to all those in the community in which we live. Lord, may we always be open to those in the community in which we live. Recognizing the importance of Moses, the prophets, and disciples, may we work together to accompany and raise up leaders for your church. Lord, may we have insight, encouragement, and skills to rise up courageous leaders. Recognizing the many gifts that you have entrusted to us, may we use these gifts to do your work in the world today. Lord, may we use the gifts entrusted to us to do your work. Let us pray. As we strive to be your church of the present and the future, may we nurture a spirit of collaboration and solidarity. May we all be partners in sharing the gospel and believing in Jesus Christ crucified and risen for the life of the world. Amen. At this, t- at this time, I uh, invite Derek Hoff, Vice President of our Council, up to the podium. He will now uh, introduce our current Council members and then read the nominees for the current Church Council ballot. Morning. Morning. Now is our time to take action concerning our ballot for church council. Here is our 2019 current church council. President, 
Carrie Fairman, Vice President, Derek Hoff, Faith Formation Liaison, Dana Harold, Fellowship, Lynn Weiss, Member Outreach, Tammy Schilling, Personnel, Ken Lure, Property, Chris Hagen, Social, Sandra Fisher, Worship, Herb Hain, and our alternate, Dan Malm. Our current council has four seats that have been vacated by four individuals who have done some outstanding work for God, for our church. If you're in attendance, if you wouldn't mind standing for a brief moment of recognition, these four are leaving us moving into 2020. Lynn Weiss, Tammy Schilling, Herb Hain, and Dan Malm. Thank you for your work on church council. Let's give them a brief hand. We have six nominees this year. The process of becoming nominated is as simple as personally declaring interest, uh, preferably to someone in leadership, filling out a biography, and finally, council approval, which gets, gets your name on today's ballot. The work of the church is never done, and we are always in need of new volunteers, new energy, which requires a little bit of time for a great reward in giving glory to our God. Our nominees for the 2020 election to fill the four council seats available are Phil Bickley, Herb Hain, Jeremy Hoffman, Tammy Schilling, Jeannie Willems, and Bob Wiederhaft. Now, if you would grab the orange sheet that you received. If you did not get a chance when you came in, you need to sign in, get an orange sheet. One of the ushers can help you with that. Voting members may cast up to four votes. Those four votes must be one vote per nominee. The fifth highest vote getter will be our alternate. After you've recorded, after you've recorded your vote, please do not fold. If you have already, you're forgiven. And look for uh, an usher or member of council coming by in the center aisles to collect. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And you can just send your ballots to the center aisle when you have them uh, completed. At this time, I'm going to ask Pastor Jen to return up to... Uh, the front as we recognize one of our staff for her wonderful 25th years, 25, 26 years of service at St. Andrew. If there's enough toilet paper in the bathroom and if it's clean, you do not notice that good work has been done. But if it is dirty, you do. Cleaning is less than half of the tasks that the custodian at St. Andrew has on a daily basis. The candles that you held when you sang Silent Night on Christmas Eve, the palm crosses you receive on Palm Sunday, the wax that gets on the floor from the candles on Christmas Eve, the apple juice that you drink at fellowship on Sunday mornings, the, rec the snow removal, the volunteer recruitment, the general maintenance, the scheduling of rooms are just a few of the tasks on her plate. 
Please join me in thanking Shannon Vinovich, who for the last 25 years plus has ensured that this facility has been warm and clean and as open, uh, open as reflected by the mission and the people of St. Andrew. Shannon, would you please join me up here? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, this is their 26th year, but I've been only here for eight of those years. So here are the top eight life lessons that a person could learn from working with Shannon. Oh, no. <laughs> also, I apologize for the pictures, but not really. <laughs> and I really don't sit much. I know. <laughs> Number eight, lace up your shoes and move fast. Life is short. Why slow down? Number seven, take care of your body and your mind. It's the only one you've got. Number six, persistently care for people and treat everyone with the same respect. Call them Mr. and Mrs. Simplify and speak up so that everyone can hear what you have to say when you can call someone to help or volunteer without any kind of favoritism because getting people involved is a ministry in and of itself. Number five, make a list. Shannon's detailed protocols, as we call them around here, are quite possibly the key to the consistency that we have in this ministry from year to year. Number four, know where Jesus is at all times. Shannon, keeper of the costumes for our Christmas pageant, happens to know exactly where baby Jesus is kept all year round. <laughs> the basement, right? Yeah. yeah. Number three, shake things up. Try a new recipe, check out a different type of church, look for creative ways to approach life's problems. Number two, call things what they are. Speaking the truth is a gift to many people, whether difficult or delight. Be brave in speaking your truth and voicing what you need. And number one, lastly, Hang on tight. If it's not okay, it will be. And if it's little, if it's little, it's not something to sweat. And if there's a mountain before you, persevere. It's not worth giving up without putting up one heck of a fight. Shannon loves cooking. So we have a gift certificate from Greebies where you can find something you like or take a cooking class on behalf of the congregation for every year of service that, you're, that you've been here. And we hope that you truly enjoy it. Let us pray. Lord God, you make us new and clean our hearts. You love us faithfully and never give up on us, going with us wherever we go. Thank you, Lord, for Shannon and her work these last 26 years. Fill her with confidence and hope. Renew her strength as she serves your people, loves her family, and makes this world a better place to be with her in her presence. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Congrats, Shannon. Thank you for everything. I have this for you. You're welcome. Our next order of business is the approval of the annual minutes from January of last year. The loose packet of information you received includes the minutes from our annual meeting dated January 25th, 2019. May I have a motion to approve these minutes? 
Second? There is a motion and a second to approve the minutes of January 27th, 2019 annual meeting of St. Andrew Lutheran Church. Are there any corrections or discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor of approving the minutes as submitted, please say aye. aye. Opposed? The motion is carried. The other materials that you received this morning include the annual report of St. Andrew. This report includes the official reports of the church officers, the ministry chairs, and Pastor Jen. It is a summary of the wonderful work of St. Andrew that is made possible through the generosity of your financial support, the many hours of personal time and talent of all of our members, the dedication and professionalism of our staff, and the pastoral and administrative support of our pastor made it all happen. My sincere thanks to everyone for their faith in and support of the mission of St. Andrew Lutheran Church. We are truly blessed. And on to our new business for this annual meeting. During the specially called, oops, during the specially called congregational meeting in June of this year, or 2019, in addition to calling Pastor Jen as our lead pastor, we also approved the update of our Constitution to be in conformity with the, East, uh, the ELCA's 2016 model Constitution and made bylaw amendments and additions and changes for clarification. Per our Constitution, an amendment to this Constitution proposed under C-16.01 shall be approved at a legally called congregation meeting according to this Constitution by a majority vote of those voting members present and voting. That is what we did in June of 2019. B, we ratify without change at the next annual meeting by two-thirds majority vote of those present and voting and have the effective date included in the resolution and noted in the Constitution. That is what I'm asking for today. May I have a motion to ratify the Constitution of St. Andrew Lutheran Church without change, effective January 26, 2020, at this time? Thank you. We have a motion. Dan Malm with a second. There is a motion and a second on the floor to ratify the St. Andrew Lutheran Church Constitution. Is there any discussion or questions? Hearing none, all those in favor of ratifying the St. Andrew Lutheran Church Constitution, please say aye. aye. Opposed? The motion is carried. Our next order of business is our uh, budget resolution. And prior to that, we will have a narrative budget presentation. So in your supplemental materials, you also received a summary of the 2020 spending plan that lists the projected revenue or giving and miscellaneous revenues, as well as the planned spending. The finance ministry, with the help of our faith formation coordinator, Jenna, have put together a narrative version of this proposed spending plan, which we will share with you right now. Turn my page. Okay. The narrative spending plan integrates dollars, peoples, and ministry to tell a story. It is the representation of the line item budget in simple, easy to read descriptive terms. It does not replace the detailed or summary budget, but it rather gives it a vision to our ministry. It reflects how St. Andrew spends its time, talent, and treasure in a different way, rather than just how we pay the bills. 
From our mission statement, and a copy is always in our hymnals in the bookmark, St. Andrew Lutheran Church shall be open to all who express, express their faith in God through Jesus Christ by worship, learning, service, and witness. Our spending plan categorizes our spending into these four areas, as well as a category we call congregational support. Annually, the task of allocating the individual budget line items to these categories is done by our finance ministry and the treasurer to arrive at the narrative plan that is presented. Here you will see the proposed 2020 spending plan of $815,000 allocated 28% to worship, 26% to congregational support, 21% to learning, 15% to service, and 10% to witness. All of the five areas of spending include expenses directly related to the work of the staff in these areas, or our employee expense, and a proportionate percentage of the expenses directly related to the property in place, which is our mortgage and direct utilities. The church council felt it was important to remind everyone of the fixed expenses directly related to our property and allocated among the areas of this narrative. As you can see, $221,000, or over 25% of our total spending plan of 18, $815,000, is directly related to the care of God's church at St. Andrew. With the majority of this amount being our annual mortgage payments of $150,000. Our current mortgage has a principal balance of just under $659,000. Knowing this, let's take a look at our budget. Worship. Uh, St. Andrew will spend 28% of our budget providing weekly and seasonal worship services. This includes the pianists, printed material, printed music, worship, materials, audio equipment, etc. Learning. 21% of our budget will be used for learning opportunities for all. Sunday school, confirmation, mission trips, vacation Bible school, Bible studies, our library, women and men's morning groups. It is also includes funding for potential new programs and op opportunities in 2020 to learn and grow in our faith. Service. Developing new and strengthening existing relationships between St. Andrew and our community and beyond. Some examples of work we have done this past year and regularly include hosting blood drives, providing meals in our community at the warming shelter and community dinners. Congregational support includes planning and preparing funerals, planning and preparing weddings and baptisms, visitation to members in hospitals, nursing homes, counseling and member support whenever there is need. This also includes the annual stewardship campaign and expenses, as well as member outreach programs and publications such as Christ in Our Homes and Taking Faith Home. Expenses that don't clearly fall into any one of the other four categories, but are significant in the part of the daily work of St. Andrew, are allocated to congregational support. Through witness, we share our love of God with others. And a large part of witness is providing direct financial support to the greater church and local, or local organizations. Listed here are some of the local and national organizations we have supported last year and over the years. Over half of our planned spending for witness at St. Andrew is the mission support we provide to the ELCA. 
In 2020, we have pledged $36,750 to the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. Each month, St. Andrew sends mission support dollars to the East Central Synod of Wisconsin. The Synod, in turn, takes 50% of that and directs it and sends it directly to the greater church. Mission support retained at the Synod funds the mission for accompanying and serving the 123 congregations in the East Central Synod of Wisconsin. The mission support also funds uh, programs, uh, discerning events, youth gatherings, reimagining church, stewardship for all uh, seasons, epic, and equipping our pastoral leaders for ministry. These programs and tools are funded by mission support, serve to accompany the congregations to live out their love of Christ in our local communities, states, countries, and world. We are church together. As Vice President of the East Central Synod of Wisconsin, I sincerely thank you for the generous support St. Andrew has consistently given to the Synod and Greater Church. The East Central Synod is one of the leading synods of gifts forwarded to the ELCA World Hunger, and St. Andrew members who contribute directly to this campaign are a very large reason for that. In 2019, $7,459 was directly given to world hunger by our members. And it is a wonderful example of how we are church together. The Church Council believes this spending plan illustrates how we utilize and share the gifts that are given to us. It shows how we touch the lives of countless people. It speaks of profound generosity, and this spending plan will challenge us to live our lives in response to God's abundance. Thank you. The council member, uh, Tammy Schilling, will now read the 2020 spending plan resolution presented by the church council to the congregation. The 2020 Annual Spending Plan Budget Resolution. With intentional effort to be good stewards of the gifts received, the ministry groups and parish staff have submitted budget requests to the Finance Stewardship Ministry, who then made adjustments and presented a proposed budget of 815000 to the Congregational Council. The budget was unanimously approved by the Council at the meeting on December 19, 2019. The Congregation Council recommends and requests that this budget be adopted as the 2020 Operational Spending Plan budget by the voting members at this January 26, 2020 annual meeting. Additionally, the Congregation of St. Andrew's Lutheran Church shall recommit themselves to any additional gifts and offerings in 2020, as may be required to support any non-budgeted needs for the 2020 program year. Thank you. We have a resolution presented by a group, the Church Council, to our congregation for approval. All those in, uh, excuse me, so it is before the, the congregation for approval. Is there any discussion or questions on this resolution? Hearing none, all those in favor of approving the resolution for the 2020 uh, spending plan of St. Andrew Lutheran Church, please say aye. Aye. 
Opposed? Uh, the ayes have it, and the motion is carried. Okay. Excuse me? Oh, we have a question. I'm sorry. Uh, it was the, the motion was presented by a group. It was presented by the council, so a second is not required. She's back. 40th plan. Yes, she's back. Pastor Jen, I, I got too many pieces of paper here. <laughs> Pastor Jen is now going to lead us in our uh, 40th anniversary plan for 2020. Sarah, can you hit the space bar? <laughs> Forgot to do that. Thanks. There's a really cool picture in the middle I didn't want us to miss. When one thing is of biblical numbers, three comes to mind. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The three days between the cross and the resurrection. Or one might think of the seven days of creation or the ten commandments. But I've been thinking an awful lot about 40. 40 days and nights that God spares Noah and his family from the flood. 40 years the Israelites wander in the wilderness. 40 days and nights that Jesus perseveres over temptation. Forty years ago, the Lutheran Church in America recognized the absence of a faith community on the west side of Wausau and appointed a mission developer to come and gather interest and people to create a new Christian community. While knocking on well over 2,000 doors, Pastor John Rosseth found people in various states of interest, but mainly he listened. Like Jesus on the shores of Galilee, Pastor John called out to people and invited them to be a part of something new. The brochure that he used said this, You are invited to join us in a new and exciting Christian congregation, St. Andrew Lutheran Church. Our hope is to become a very real expression of God's presence in the community. Together we will grow as we worship, learn, serve, and share. This we will do in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Forty years later, we have become a very real expression of God's presence, open to all through worship, learning, witness, and service. And so we will celebrate this year through four primary movements. Starting today, a special $40 for 40 years appeal will give us an opportunity to share gratitude for the past 40 years of St. Andrew's life. With this appeal, we hope to give additional benevolence to the community with special focus in the area of local hunger. 10% of gifts received will be added to the benevolence already given through your generous offerings. Another 10% will help us stay centered in legacy by being designated for the growth of St. Andrew's Endowment Fund. Through this fund, members and outside organizations whose mission aligns with St. Andrew may apply for a grant request to do special projects, things like the senior pastor training that I participated in on my sabbatical. The special appeal for Crossways Camping Ministry and the lay school have all been recipients of these funds. And finally, the remainder of the funds raised will be allocated for the physical renewal of our sanctuary space this year, which has carried us faithfully in its original fixings since the 1990s. With summer targeted for these projects, members will be needed to be a part of a special team that will work with local professionals to renew lighting fixtures, carpeting, painting, and other projects yet to be determined. The appeal is just one piece. We need to celebrate. At the end of April, on the occasion of the 40th anniversary of the first worship service of St. Andrew, we will celebrate by inviting charter members home for a special time of sharing stories and a meal. We will also bestow the honorary title, 
Pastor Emeritus, on its first recipient, Pastor John Rosseth. Just what is a Pastor Emeritus? Being considered for this honorary title, what does it mean? The Pastor Emeritus title is bestowed in recognition of faithful pastoral service and leadership in the life of a congregation. Pastor Emerita of St. Andrew may retain membership, worship at St. Andrew, may engage in caring conversation and fellowship, whether at St. Andrew, in homes, or with the community members and friends of St. Andrew. Support and encourage the current pastoral team as requested with prayer, pastoral support, and healthy boundaries as expressed by the current pastors or Pastor Emeritus. Share any concerning member requests or needs with the lead pastor as necessary. Pastor Emeritus is an honorary title. It is not a position. It involves no remuneration, no office space is provided, and no mail is received at the church. There are no expectations of word and sacrament ministry from that pastor. However, at the invitation of the current pastors, the pastor emeritus may be invited to preach on special occasions. A new policy has been drafted and will be available on the information desk in the coming weeks. Next, we plan to hold a birthday party for St. Andrew on the 400 block when our companions from Zerus, South Africa, are with us in June. And finally, as a close to the year and to celebrate the anniversary of our chartering, a banquet will be held late in the year. In the corner of the Fellowship Hall, where our history has been displayed all these years, you will find an opportunity to participate in sharing your St. Andrew history, where baptisms, weddings, confirmations, and other important events have happened in your life. You will be invited to place a sticker... Together, we can map the way that our community has changed, grown, and been carried by the grace of the God and the Holy Spirit these 40 years. Thank you. At this time, um, Council Member Herb Hain is going to read our 40th anniversary resolution. Pastor Emeritus Resolution. St. Andrew Lutheran Church has been sustained by the Holy Spirit these last 40 years. Planted in Rib Mountain by the Lutheran Church in America in the year 1980, thousands of souls have been nurtured and inspired through the effective and compassionate leadership and pastoral care of Pastor John Rosseth, who faithfully served St. Andrew as mission developer and pastor for 32 years. St. Andrew grew throughout the years into a vital and vibrant Christ-centered community and ministry, that has served the greater Wausau area with a unique mission and vision to be open to all. Therefore, St. Andrew seeks to renew this legacy, looking to cast a vision and mission for the next 40 years and beyond. The year 2020 shall be set apart for celebration on the occasion of St. Andrew's 40th anniversary in the following ways. A special $40 for 40 appeal shall take place in the first quarter to inspire members to give with gratitude for each year of the Church's life for the purpose of local benevolent opportunities, building the endowment fund, and renewing and updating the sanctuary. A community celebration shall take place when our partners from our sister church in Zerus, South Africa, are visiting us this June on the 400 block. A formal celebration will take place at the anniversary of the chartering of St. Andrew late in the year and on the anniversary of the first worship service. The honorary title Pastor Emeritus shall be bestowed upon its first recipient, Pastor John Rosseth, for his faithful service to the life and ministry of St. Andrew Lutheran Church. 
On behalf of the Council, I move approval. Thank you. This resolution was brought before the congregation by the Council. No second is needed. Is there any discussion or questions regarding this resolution? Hearing none, all those in favor of approving the 40th anniversary resolution, please say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion is carried. Uh, next on our agenda is the announcement of our ballots, and I just sent our vice president to retrieve them. Sorry. So there we will have that in just a moment. Uh, while we're waiting, um, oh, are you going to share something with me? For the sake of time, while Thank we're waiting, you. I'll share the gospel for today. Oh, no one's opposed. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I just said to Joel, I don't know that I'm going to preach at all. Maybe. Now that I've said it, I don't know that I can. But this is the gospel for today. As you are able, please stand. The gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, on the road by the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who sat in the region in shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to proclaim, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. And immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. That was perfect timing. I love it when that works out. The Holy Spirit just gives you what you need when you need it. All the votes are in. Our four new council members moving forward for 2020 will be Tammy, Phil, Bob, Herb, and Jeannie will be our alternate. Let's give them a hand. Thank you for joining us, and I invite you to take some time to read our annual report and the other materials that were uh, given to you. They inspired, um, and, and try to be inspired by the great work that St. Andrew is doing. If there is no objection, I will adjourn the annual congregational meeting of St. Andrew Lutheran Church. Hearing no objection, this meeting is adjourned. Thank you very much, Carrie, for all you do, and Derek, for your work on behalf of the council. If we could please thank them for their efforts.
We truly are the sermon today, the message of this congregation, and I hope that you are inspired to participate. With that, I would invite you to please stand as we sing verses 3 through 5, all three verses, of hymn 641, as those who attended the earlier service may be leaving us. Let us pray. Holy One, your voice calls us to follow. Thank you for raising up leaders in the church in every generation, for all who create communities of grace today, and for the work of our ministries and church council. Open our hearts to serve you in new ways. Lord, in your mercy. Maker of all, we rejoice in the beauty and abundance of the earth. Unite us in our shared calling to be stewards of creation, to reduce waste, and to simplify our lives for your sake. Lord, in your mercy. Ruler of all, thank you for those who run for local and national office and all who serve as elected leaders. Gather wise and courageous voices together that your mercy and justice would dawn upon all people and nations. Lord, in your mercy. Healer of all, Thank you for sanctuary and safety. Grant healing and wholeness to all who are sick, lonely, or grieving. Lord, in your mercy. God of courage, thank you for faithful teachers and evangelists in this and every place. 
Inspire our faith formation efforts with all generations as you call us to follow you. Lord, in your mercy. Risen Lord, we marvel at the meaning of your resurrection. Give us faith to place all hope in you as we give thanks for the faithful departed. May their witness help us follow your call. Lord, in your mercy. We place our prayers before you, God, united in your spirit through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We share Christ's peace with one another. Thank you. creation all you have made is good and your love endures forever you bring forth bread from the earth and fruit from the vine nourish us with these gifts that we might be for the world signs of your gracious presence in jesus christ our savior and lord amen the lord be with you lift up your hearts let us give thanks to the lord our god In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, 
broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for them all to drink, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant of my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. This is Christ's table. It is open to all. You may be seated.
body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. God of abundance, with this bread of life and cup of salvation, you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Again, if you'd like to stay, there'll be plenty of spaghetti. Uh, We'd love to have some extra help if you have some time. And our sending song will be number 768. Let's do the first verse and the last verse of hymn 768. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.